Next. Mr. Palpatine, welcome to our career counseling. Now let's talk about your goals and how we can work together to help you come up with a plan to achieve them. Do you have a plan to get the career that you want? Plan? Did you say plan? You tell him, Palpatine. Get elected to the Naboo Senate. Work my way up the ranks as senator. Get some leverage on the Trade Federation so they will legally blockade my home planet on Naboo. Pressure the Queen to sign a treaty. Because the Trade Federation is incompetent, the Queen will escape to Coruscant. Send my Sith apprentice to catch her on Naboo and make her sign the treaty. When she gets to Coruscant, I'll use my influence over her to get her to make it a vote of no confidence in the current Chancellor. I'll use my political influence, dark side powers, to get the Chancellorship. Continue to be ineffective at resolving the conflict in Naboo, forcing the Queen to return. I don't really care who wins this fight. I'm Chancellor, baby. Order a huge Trojan horse clone army using a fake name, check the bill me later box. His order will be met on time. Important key point, don't forget to use the dark side to start clowning things up for the Jedi. The Shroud of the Dark Side. Have my new Sith apprentice start a fake civil war. Goals of both sides to be determined. 10,000 more systems will rally to our cause with your support. Use the Padme assassination plot to draw attention to my secret clone army on Kamino. Make sure that Django leaves enough clues so Obi-Wan can find the blasted thing. Kidnap Obi-Wan and stage a lengthy execution on Geonosis, baiting the hook for the Jedi to stage an idiotic rescue. This party's over. The rescue will fail because I've been building my droid army, which is far too much for the Jedi to handle alone. This will force the Jedi to activate my Trojan horse clone army and start fighting my fake civil war. Begun the clone war. <sighs> Fight the war for three years. Get myself kidnapped, but make sure they don't actually get me very far. Reveal myself to the Jedi, if they haven't already figured out that I'm a Sith. Unlikely, but who knows? A Sith Lord? The Jedi will attack me. My new Sith Apprentice will switch sides just in time to save my butt. New Sith Apprentice name to be determined. You shall be known as Darth Vader. At the same time, I'll activate my Trojan Horse Army using Order 66. Execute Order 66. They will be able to wipe out all the Jedi in about 10 minutes. With all the Jedi gone, I'll go to the Senate and pin everything on the Jedi, allowing me to appoint myself Emperor of the Galaxy. Sit back and relax with the Mai Tai in my office in the Senate basement. You've earned a cheap baby. What do you think? Um, aren't you a little bit worried that's a little bit complicated? <laughs> Can you think of a better way to become emperor?
In the last episode, we covered Star Wars Revenge of the Sith up to the point where Obi-Wan and Anakin land in Coruscant. In this episode, we discuss the second act of Revenge of the Sith. So we get to the landing platform. Um, a uh, little banter between yeah. Obi-Wan and Anakin. Well, and, and I thought it was funny that Obi-Wan recaps the last 20 minutes of what we just <laughs> saw. You're the one who did this, this, and yeah. this. Let us not forget, Anakin. You rescued me from the buzz droids, and you killed Count Dooku. <laughs> not a big deal. <laughs> and you carried me on your back. And I'm like, yeah, I remember that. I just, just saw it 15 minutes ago. <laughs> Let's flash back. <laughs> That's true. So he knows he killed Count Duke. Right, and it's kind of like a good job, Anakin. Yeah. Yeah, why was he conflicted? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Also, did you guys see the Millennium Falcon in the scene? Yeah, there's a little cameo of Millennium Falcon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like flying into the port. Yeah. Yeah, That's the first time I ever saw it. I saw it for the first time, too. I was like, okay. Yeah, and uh, I think uh, it's funny because I'm almost like getting libertarian leanings from Obi-Wan with how much he hates government. Right. He's like, oh, politicians. Can't trust politicians. You go hang out with the like, politicians. Yeah, I want him to go on a rant like, you know, they take your money and they, they just build a bureaucracy and like, you know what tax rate is that? Well, you know, like, the, he should be really mad because he's supposedly doesn't work for the Senate. Yeah. Like, he's, you know, the yeah. Jedi are not politicians. They're not warriors. They're not in a paid army. No. They're keepers of the peace, but they're being used as military. Yeah, yeah. they're being used Which like Which would be very frustrating. Assassin. This isn't they're like my the job. Navy SEALs of yeah. the army, yeah. But I have a, I have an inclination that Obi-Wan's allegiance is to the Republic, to democracy. <laughs> because he says to that. democracy! <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't, shouldn't he have said my allegiance is to the Force and to the Jedi? <laughs> right. Yeah. right. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. I'm jumping at it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we get, you know, we're, we, we finally have been waiting for this moment. Oh. We see Mace Windu's, <laughs> the sparkling character of Mace Windu reintroduced. <laughs> Chancellor Palpatine, you're right. <laughs> oh God, he's so flat. Oh, he is so bad in this. Um, and we enter a hall of a thousand pillars. Apparently, so many pillars. <laughs> like it's like it's... A Mordor or something. I guess Count Duke didn't attack that <laughs> yeah. because it oh, looks right? spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, where is this in relation to the battle? Did the battle go well? We don't mm-hmm. really like know who won the battle. It's true. There's a massive so, battle. So our main characters landed everything. <laughs> yeah, fine now. it's kind of like we can move on, guys. Everybody is still blowing up in space, but they're just clones, <laughs> so don't worry about it. Directly above us. <laughs> exactly. Maybe we should take cover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no sense in that at all. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah, the battle's just... <laughs> Um, so, yeah, it's like George wanted to overwhelm us with the, the amount of pillars that they had. <laughs> we can do so many <laughs> Guys, let's just more pillars. It's so dense. Every single image has so many things going on. Um, and we are reintroduced to Anakin and Padme. Any yeah. thoughts? I didn't think this was the worst Anakin and Padme interaction. Uh, not the worst in the movie, but, I mean, that's not saying anything. No, I mean, it wasn't, awful. like, sparkly. Did you guys notice what her opening line is? Anakin. And then they start talking, just like an Attack of the Clones. <laughs> oh, really? The first thing she says to him is, oh, Anakin. Oh, wow. And then in there, both movies? No, in this in oh. this movie, the first time they see each other. Yeah. And I thought, yeah. can't can she have a more dramatic... I know they hug, yeah. but couldn't it be something more like, yeah. oh my god, it's so good to see you! <laughs> <laughs> there were whispers that you'd been killed. 
I'm alright. There were rumors. There were whispers. There were whispers. whispers. <laughs> like, what's going on? Oh, it's like... Do you hear Anakin's dead? <laughs> Don't tell anyone. I, that, I mean, I, I think that I just... This scene was painful. Like, yeah, really, you found it painful. A painful. See, I thought his reaction was kind of... I mean, it was... He, he was crying <laughs> a little bit. It, it, yeah. Yeah. And, and like... There's... Yeah. His reaction to her pregnancy thing, which I, like... The funny thing is, as I watched this, and I didn't do this last time, but if I was him, I'd be like, well, who's the father? Like, Because he's been gone for so he's long? He's been gone for so long. Like, how long has he been You're gone? Like, what? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't seem to cross his mind. Right. But, you know, I mean, but I, I was like, well, wait a second. Like, how pregnant is she? How right. far along is she? It seems like he's been gone for, for like, a, long a year time. or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Because he said there's a chance that we might not have ever uh, yeah. seen each other if this yeah. hadn't have happened. Yeah. Exactly. So she should be pretty far along, but she doesn't look very far along. Well, and she, I mean, she's, she's full-term pregnant with twins, and she looks like she's maybe... Yeah. You know, at the end, so that's well, the whole I, I didn't have a problem so much with their interaction. I agree with you, Leah. Yeah. I think it was, it's it not was the worst. a little bit more yeah. genuine than before now that they've gotten over their, you know, initial Attack of the Clones <laughs> yeah. uh, tension. Oh, we'll get back to some bad Padme but interaction. She says, she says, you know, they can't yeah. reveal their marriage because he's yeah. just, you know, he's done. So why is she waiting in the hall <laughs> right, to yeah. embrace him? Well, and, and my question was... Why can't Anakin just pick up some side work as a bodyguard at right. this point and quit being a Jedi? It, yeah. Even more than Attack of the Clones, it their lo- their dilemma of their love feels more manufactured yeah. than ever. Mm. It's oh, just totally. it's just come on. And it's You're, kind of one of those things that it seems like they're the only ones who care about it. Right? Like Nobody Obi Wan knows, yeah. the Chancellor knows. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. is it just like Mace Windu, who's the big problem in this you, whole series? Because I mean, it seems like it kind of is. I think that probably Jedi have like a lot of. Wives all over the galaxy. Like, yeah, maybe that's it. Where yeah. they're like, someone just hasn't told. Maybe <laughs> Anakin. Every planet, you know. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's just like Anakin is like the only not one picking who... up on it. Like, and if he just would tell everyone, they'd be like, oh, Anakin. Be like, just don't put it. We, on no the one books. obeys that rule. Come <laughs> yeah. on, like we've known all along, man. You know, like. But apparently, but it seems it like they've seems all got like, families somewhere. Yeah. Like. Well, it's just it's one of those weird things where it's like, yeah, they're, yeah, it does feel very manufactured. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we cut back to General Grievous. <laughs> So General Grievous has escaped, um, and he's getting new instructions from Darth Sidious. Um, And I thought there's just a funny couple things, observations I had from this. Um, I thought it was funny where that Palpatine's like very polite. Darth Sidious is very polite. He's like, I suggest you move the separatist leaders to Mustafa. I suggest you move the separatist to the Mustafa <laughs> system. Too much yeah. trouble. Here's a suggestion, <laughs> Mustafa. What do you think? Some room for improvement. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. you. I've marked room for improvement. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, and I and as I started to think about this, so it's like okay, is the whole plot is is Palpatine's whole thing really that? His, him trying to find like a good apprentice. Right. Is this? Like, is he really just into mentoring? And like his whole goal in life it's is like, like I'm a mentor. Like, use my knowledge. I beg you. 
I got to find someone who can give. Like, Dooku didn't have it all. Like, like what's his internal monologue? Like, you know, it's like I had high hopes in Dooku, but he's not giving it his yeah. all. I, I have so much to teach, so much to give. You know, you the know? Masters and the prequels, kind of, the running theme is that they really love youth. Like, yeah. I noticed that uh, um, Qui-Gon was like, Obi-Wan's getting up there in his 20s. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I need a more youthful apprentice. Yeah, yeah. And, like, Sidious is like, Soon I will have a new apprentice. One far younger. Far younger. Yeah, by like 70 years. He's prior Christopher Lee. It was like on death's door. Did you ever mention that he was younger? Creepy enough already. Much younger. Is he like going like... So this is his whole thing. He just wants a better He's like, I want to find someone as interested in being a Sith as I am. Like, Dooku wasn't into it. I could tell. Like. Yeah. <laughs> like that's just what I'm wondering is like the whole because <clears throat> it's like an if the Sith and their apprentices are always killing each other, why even have an apprentice? Right. You'd think at some point you'd go just, like I don't need an apprentice. Yeah. I'm doing just fine right. on my own. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know? Like, um, <laughs> because he's like, soon I will have a new apprentice, much more uh, powerful. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, wait, let's question this whole apprentice idea in the first place. Just don't have You're them. doing fine, Palpatine. <laughs> like, you've got this thing locked up at this point. You're basically in charge. <laughs> the pr- apprentice is overcomplicating mm. it. I think he does. He just needs, like, somebody to be teaching. He's, he's a teacher a natural at mentor. heart. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, you know teachers need to he's He's not happy unless he's teaching. My last apprentice gave me away and sold me out to Obi-Wan for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe this one won't kill me. Bad blood started. (laughs) Any other thoughts on this? The uh, Grievous? No, I just think it's interesting that, you know, I I know that he's, that uh, Grievous says later that he's been chained in the Jedi arts by uh, Count Dooku, Uh but I I just found it interesting and not necessarily stupid, but that uh, Lord Sidious is bossing around Grievous almost as an apprentice mm-hmm. when I'm like yeah. he is not a Jedi he does not know the yeah. force he just knows how to fight with lightsabers right. it, it kind of it's silly that's it cheapens those, the master yeah. relationship yeah that's one of those goofy rules that I feel like Lucas made up then like just tried to get around it for the rest of the prequels always two there are no more no less always Behold. two there are <laughs> Always two there are. Because, right. yeah, there's other people with, like, light, like, and especially in this movie, where there's, like, multiple bad guys with lightsabers. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, I thought there was only two. Right. So Grievous doesn't count, so he had to yeah, just, like, a general. Yeah. And it's who like, happens how, to have lightsabers. That's a stupid rule for yeah. the Sith. You know, the, the explanation that the fanboys will always give is, like, The Force is not fire. It is venom. If it is poured into multiple cups, it loses potency until it becomes so diluted it is little more than an irritant. But pour those cups into a single vessel and you will have the power to stop a great dragon's heart. This was a passage from Darth Bane himself when explaining the rule of two. During the episode Sacrifice from season six of Star Wars Clone Wars, during a conversation he'd had with an ancient Sith Lord named Darth Bane, it was revealed that the rule of two was designed to reorganize the Sith race. Believe it or not, the rule of two is incredibly crucial to the survival of the Sith, so much so that the lack of it could destroy them outright. So why does the rule of two contain so much power and significance? Let's get into the specifics and find out. It all began with Darth Revan. We- <laughs> Alright, so we get to the Padme combing her hair scene. Oh my gosh, oh my god. Um, she, why is she combing her hair like that? I'm <laughs> so horrified by this really? scene. Really? Okay. This scene is horrifying. Yeah, this is a bad scene. Well, you- 
Hannah, I want to have our baby back home on Naboo. We can go to the lake country where no one will know, where we can be safe. I can go early and fix up the baby's room. Levi, do you ever watch Suzanne brush your teeth like that? Because <laughs> if you do, I'm very freaked out. Well, that was kind of my question was, you know, now that they're married yeah. and, you know, have had some good times together, right. uh, why is he still watching her so creepy? <laughs> Stop watching her. You know, you, you're with someone for a while, you get more comfortable, yeah. you don't you don't watch them like, like this. You know? <laughs> like a creepy <laughs> smile yeah. on your face. And so Anakin's just always creepy. It makes me feel uncomfortable. Creep level always at 11. Yeah. And uh, this is definitely one of those, like, where characters just, like, you know, you stand here and Mm -hmm. say your your emotions. It's only because I'm so in love. No. (laughs) No, it's because I'm so in love with you. You know, like, here's what you're thinking, you say it. You know, like, I'm so in love with you. You're so beautiful. Levi, he says, you're so beautiful. (laughs) And she says, that's only because you're so in love. And it's just like, is this how married people talk? Like, they don't. It is, this scene to me was, like, so awful. This is like, I like the water banter level. (laughs) (laughs) I like the water. (laughs) I like the water. It's so pretty. It's pretty bad. And she's brushing her hair, but she's not brushing her hair. So don't give her the brush if she's going to pretend to brush her hair. She has a very elaborate nighty going on. And that nightgown has like pearl straps and I'm like, how do you sleep in that? (laughs) It seems so This is a nightgown! (laughs) Oh, that drives me crazy. Um... So after this, um, Anakin has premonitions of Padme's death, mm-hmm. where she's going to die in childbirth. Is these uh, these dreams are telling him? You die in childbirth. Um. <clears throat> yeah. Well, and then after that, we have a um, immediately following his premonition. You know, I, yeah. I I don't know if they recap it or not, but the the scene following that, he's having a private session with Yoda, counselor. Yoda. The lighting's kind of cool. Yeah. I, you could tell that there, it's very foreboding yeah. for his Darth Vader mask. Yeah. Yeah. My question was though. What is the point of being a Jedi for Anakin at this point? Because, mm-hmm. you know, he's sitting there and he's not being honest with Yoda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it reminded me of, you know, pretending you're a dedicated, being an a, adult with agency, pretending yeah. you're a Catholic mm-hmm. and still seeing mm-hmm. your priest yeah. and lying or going to going to <laughs> therapy <laughs> and lying to your therapist. And there are yeah. people that do that to, to practice getting better at lying. And oh, they're seriously? called sociopaths. <laughs> <laughs> they do it to practice oh lying. And, and I'm like, you know, and I I understand that it's the only life yeah. he knows right. and he thinks of his family, but I'm like, dude. He could be a military general and not yeah. be... Yeah, I'm like, dude, yeah. don't no sit there and you know have a war within yourself yeah. And, yeah. and take this advice from just Yoda. You're, you don't have to let go. You yeah. can love. You don't have to do this. Yeah. And it I just, felt it's like You Yoda already so are. So. Yeah. I don't yeah. know, man. I felt like Yoda's advice is so useless, too. Yeah. But he's like, you know... Fear of loss is a path to the dark side. This go. is a path to the dark side. That's a path to the dark <laughs> side. Oh, another oh, path to the dark side. Also you know. the dark side. Yeah, and we're just like, oh, like, yeah, the whole Jedi philosophy makes no sense uh-huh. to me. Attachment. Yeah, like, wait, loving your wife's a bad thing? Not yeah. wanting her to die is, like, a path to the dark side? Any sort really? of attachment leads to jealousy, which yeah. is a path to the yeah, dark Yeah, and you and Mace side. Windu seem pretty tight there, you know? <laughs> Does friendship lead to, to you know, um, right. the dark side, too? That's attachment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's Give like... Give me a it's, break. There's, there's so many, like, conflicting... So much conflicting logic in here is, like... 
as to why Anakin goes to the dark side. And this is one of the things they kind of throw out there. It's like, oh, it's because he loved his wife too much. Mm -hmm. And that's like a pretty twisted, like, it's like he got married, so he went to the dark side. Right. I think George Lucas has been through a few (laughs) So it's the struggle to sort of maintain some sanity in the... uh, overwhelming wave of chaos brought about by love. You know, they fall in love and the struggle is whether they should allow this to happen to their lives even though they know it's going to be very destructive. You know, in the end, they they do decide to give in to their emotions and ultimately they will suffer all the consequences of that. He's <laughs> like, don't love anybody. <laughs> Attachment's bad. You know, if you love anybody, then, you know, <laughs> bad things will happen. <laughs> yeah, George, we get it. <laughs> You've had a bad marriage. He did, yeah. Um, <laughs> the Marsha Lucas, uh, yeah, and I don't know if you guys heard about that. But well, it, no. it, it ended poorly. Did she, like, take a bunch or something? Well, yeah, she took a bunch of money. Um, well, I know he recently got remarried. Is this, is no, this recent? Or? No, this is in the... His original, original trilogy marriage. fell apart right around the time Return of the Jedi wrapped up. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. like, but she was really creatively involved. Didn't, yeah, she was like she an editor. The yes. first two mm-hmm. films and stuff, which is yeah. why uh, the Temple of Doom is so dark, is because that was uh, Temple of Doom came out in 1984, I okay. believe, which would be a year after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. And the reason they talk because Temple of Doom it's is a graphic, yeah. graphic I movie. Seen that as and movie. George on the commentary says, you know, part of the problem was I was going through a divorce, <laughs> so I wasn't in a very good mood. And it's like, um, we're followed by another scene of Palpatine and Anakin taking a walk. Ooh. This is and l- walk so. and talk. <laughs> and so. It's a classic walk and talk in the prequels. There's a lot of those through this. I mean, there's it's like every time so much just like let's go for a walk mm-hmm. and have a little time. It was, and you made a point um, in one of our I forget which movie. Take a but, turn about the room. Yeah. You said that. It's like that. You feel like the scenes open with you could hear George saying, you know, action. Because in this one in particular, it's like they're sitting there in silence looking at each other. (laughs) I don't know what was happening. But then their conversation begins. And I mean, it's like Like, they weren't walking. They're just standing there. You felt like Palpatine was like, let's stop. And then someone went click, and then they started their scene. Okay. There's no fluidity. Yeah. I mean, it's just. Yeah, it's so weird how all the scenes open like that, where it's quiet, and then they just start talking. It is. It's yeah. so weird. I know, where it'll cut to, like, sitting right. still. Looking you know? at each other. And it's. There's very few. I feel like there's so many little inept kind of things mm-hmm. like that, where you're like. Like, that's pretty basic. Right, like how to start a scene. How to start a scene. It's like how if I made a movie. (laughs) (laughs) I know. So we'll just start. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Palpatine's definitely like what is he doing he's trying to get Anakin he to, says uh, you don't need guidance I yeah. think is that this movie or the, uh, he's just giving him more one. horrible advice <laughs> that anyone with half a brain would be like you know you know, I'm having a hard time with the Jedi right now but you're being a real jerk yeah. we just saved you <laughs> is this the part where he <laughs> appoints point. him as his personal that's counselor? right so yes. he's trying to get him up to the Jedi council so to he's messing with Jedi kind of, business yeah. um, then we cut to the the Jedi council of fan service as I would call it where fan they, service? Oh, fan where they serv- show all the yeah. Well, the Wookies basically they have this like weird like Wookie interlude, mm-hmm. but um, so Anakin's appointed to the Jedi Council. Mm-hmm. They don't like it because Palpatine's you are messing. Not a Jedi Knight. Yeah. The Chancellor wants me to be his personal representative on the Jedi Council. <laughs> uh, no. Why not? Uh, because we elect our own members? And because Dooku told Obi Wan the Senate was under the control of a Sith Lord. Oh yeah. 
forgot about that. Mace decides, oh, well, we'll just make you and put you on the council, but you're not going to be a master. You're on this council, but we do not grant you the rank of master. Which is, I don't know how that It's outrageous. Work. It's outrageous, apparently. <laughs> and then he, he gets all mad. I'm like, this is why you're not a master, dude. Yeah. You're like, losing your cool like you're yeah. 12. But you know what, though? This this was one of the scenes that um, it was my first positive Mace Windu scene mm-hmm. is because Samuel L. Jackson is actually acting like Samuel L. Jackson right. when he says, take a seat, young Skywalker. Yeah. I was like, oh, yes, finally. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson's being a, ba- yeah. a BA. Like, yeah, finally, right. I believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Else is. But it's... And then it's hilarious to me because then they, they like have this Wookiee conversation with What about the droid attack on the Wookiees? Go, I will. Good relations with the Wookiees I have. They're like, we cannot afford to lose right. the Wookiee, yeah. the yeah. Kashyyyk Wookiees. And they're like, <laughs> good relations with the Wookiees I have. You know? I will go. And, if, and like, it's so funny because it has nothing to do with the actual like thing that's building yeah. up here. But they're like, oh, like people will Let's love do if we Wookiees. put Wookiees in Let's here. Let's do Wookiees. It just feels so out of left field. Yeah. Um, and how everyone goes, he's right. It's a system we cannot afford to lose. <laughs> and they're like, um, well, that, you should have talked about that before. <laughs> yeah, like, so what, pretty important. What about the Wookiee plan? Planet can't you afford to lose? Like, do they export wool or like what? What is so crossbows, central? They export crossbows. About the <laughs> yeah. Um. So, and I don't know if if he's trying to show the and that this is one of those Im- ambiguous things that I feel like is because Lucas is not telling a clear story. But it's like, are we supposed to think? Oh, the Jedi have really lost their way, and they're kind of like doing things that are shady here. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a valid point. To, I don't think it is, but they come across that way. Too. Well, you're referring to the fact that then following the Jedi Council, that Obi Wan and Anakin have their private yes. conversation that he that yeah. he wants him to spy yeah. on the Chancellor. It's kind of yeah. underhanded. Yeah. yeah. They're doing this kind of shady stuff, and Anakin feels very conflicted about it. Um, And then they cut to, you know, Mace go. It's very dangerous putting them together. I don't think the boy can handle it. I don't trust him. We're like, well, why are you Quit doing Quit putting it people together that shouldn't be together. <laughs> exactly. Like, that started the whole problem. You know, and what I thought was so funny about that scene, because they're, they're flying, um, when, when mm-hmm. Obi- or Mace says it's dangerous, uh-huh. they're flying in a, in a ship, yeah. and literally, from me to you, Rosalind, they have clone troopers behind them. Yeah. yeah. If we look at this, the movie logically, we know the clone troopers are beholden and obedient to Palpatine. Yeah. yeah. So why are they discussing their right. plan to double-cross him and spy <laughs> That's on him? That's a good point. In in front of the clone troopers. Yeah. They could yeah. just hear what they're saying and be yeah. like, Sir, guess <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> I got news for you. Because then that's just, it's constant throughout this movie where it's like, you know, I know you have to have them flying through space majestically, <laughs> yeah. but maybe, you know, let's look at this logically and think, why aren't they in a dark room being right, like, like hey, It's guys, very secretive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Not just and broadcasting. It's, it. just, it's funny that they think it's such a bad idea, but like, you know, he literally says, I don't trust Anakin. Mm-hmm. It's really dangerous really what dangerous. we're doing. Very dangerous. Very dangerous. And then um, they, he doesn't think he can handle it. And Obi-Wan like gives this like this speech on behalf of Anakin that I'm just like, where does this come from? He's like, he will not let me down. He never has. It's like, he, but, but, but the last movie, he like didn't listen to you. You guys were constantly fighting. Mm-hmm. It's like that is... He has a secret wife. Yeah. We have a job to do. I don't care. Put the ship down. You will be expelled from the Jedi Order. I can't leave her. Come to your senses. 
We'll take him together. You're going slowly on the left. Take him now. No, Anakin, no. No. Yeah, he like, you know, you lost the whole, you know, pivotal battle with Dooku because he just let you down and wouldn't listen to you. You know, it's all this weird. We're like, okay, there's there's all these red flags. Yeah. Everywhere. And, and but he does bring it. up, you know, the prophecy again. Which yes. changed, too. I don't know if you now noticed Now he's, he's to destroy the Sith. To destroy the Sith. What was it in the beginning? It was just to bring balance to the Force. Okay. Okay. Is the one who brings balance to the I Force. I wish we knew what the prophecy was. Because well, Yoda Apparently says, the Jedi don't even know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> well, but well, what it just says. Because, yeah. like, Yoda says... A prophecy that Miss Reg could have been. That's what I was going to say, Roz. Yeah. The prophecy if you look at the bad. Greek of the prophecy, <laughs> right, right. it well, makes it, it sound very different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think, you know, like in Harry Potter, we know the prophecy That's and like, point, they yeah. like, you hear and it is, has this gray area and you hear how like, you know, it would have been cool to know the prophecy to see how, because then, I mean, even now we know everything that happened and you wonder when did... Anakin bring balance to the Force. At what point? Was it when he killed the Emperor? Well, was it when he killed clear. all the Jedi? Like, yeah. you know, it'd be really cool to know the prophecy so that we could kind of, like, get involved with the interpretation of it. Yeah, it's this thing that... It's this storytelling device that's super cliche. Wait. There was a prophecy. Oh. Now there's a prophecy. Mm-hmm. And it's also never paid off, really. Right, because we don't get to see, oh, this is how it was fulfilled. Yeah, it, it's not clear how... It, and that's the funny thing. Like, if you hear people debating, like, no, he, he brought balance yeah. to the Force by killing all the Jedi. No, he brought balance to the Force by killing, the Emperor, you know, the yeah. Emperor. Or it's by like, birthing Lou. Yeah, or like, exactly. And, and no one is ever, like... And yeah. that's just like... because we well, don't know the prophecy. We don't know what the prophecy was, and we don't know if it was ever actually fulfilled. Yeah. Or, as he opens up here, it could just be, like, it was a complete misinterpretation. Right. Yeah, and you know what I... I love is, uh, you know, Yoda says the prophecy could have been misread. And literally, if you look at Mace Windu's face, he <laughs> bows his head and rolls his eyes. He goes, like Yoda. Like because, I mean, Mace is obviously not an Anakin fan. And I, and I was like, was that intentional? Are we supposed to think that he is just so right. just It not seems like he hates this? Anakin's guts yeah. from day one. Yeah, he does. He doesn't want him to be trained. Yeah. He's like mad when they bring mm-hmm. him in. I Maybe he that... thinks he's the chosen one. <laughs> Maybe that's it. <laughs> I, when are you guys going to notice? <laughs> Clearly, the prophecy says I'm the chosen one. Um, okay. <laughs> so we get more, um, we get another cringeworthy Anakin and Padme scene. Yeah. This I felt like was way worse than the previous one. Which one is this? Hold me. Like you did by the lake on Naboo. <laughs> no, I texted well, this to is Zach. The, yeah. He, where there's nothing but our love, no war, no pain, no politics. <laughs> and I'm like, there was never a time that that happened. <laughs> you guys were always hiding and sneaky. There was always war and politics. Like, what what delusional universe are you living in? A time when our love made us fly. Also, I think this is... The, <laughs> through the galaxies on wings of gilded butter. <laughs> <laughs> this part, I think he's telling her what he's going to go do or something. No, he, they, they have an indiscernible argument about politics, and, and yeah. we actually see him. Don't know. tell me to do that yeah. or something. Make a motion in the Senate where that kind of a request belongs. Like that. Okay, this part to me is like, it's hard to remember exactly what goes on, but I think it's she... Ha- okay, just real quick. It lo- opens, and it's a distant shot that looks like he's oh. tickling her. No, I think he's feeling her back. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought he was tickling her. <laughs> <laughs> like that. He's like, yeah, you've been pregnant for six hours. I can really feel the baby kicking. Yeah, that shot. He's like, they're just sitting on the couch together, okay. and I think he's supposed to be feeling her belly. He's not tickling. <laughs> but 
he's all upset, and then he starts going. They're talking about politics, yeah. arguing. Because his job. And she says, wrong. "Do you ever feel like we're on the wrong side?" Yeah. Okay, That's so right. then they start arguing about that, and then she is such like. I just want to say I hate Padme, oh. not because she's a bad actress or she's silly or she's, she's whatever, but she is she is like supposed to be a senator. She was queen of Naboo at 14. Like she is a self, like, you know, the strong woman who has this high power career, like makes big bad girl decisions like and then when she's around Anakin she's like "Uh, uh, hold me and like so such a pushover and Mm -hmm. so like like can't make a decision can't stand up for herself scared weak whiny um like a dreamy I want to have my baby in Naboo where like that's not how high power women well let's just hope he doesn't go into aggressive negotiations when they get into arguments (laughs) right because maybe that's why she's so submissive and and yeah she's so submissive and it drives me crazy Crazy because I think her political side is something I actually am like, oh, that's cool. And I was reading in this this Star Wars book, and she, apparently she has been like her and um, General Organa or whatever, and like another guy were like trying to they form like the secret society to try to take down Palpatine in like a legal way. Like yeah. we're gonna try to do this like without war. Well, good, at least all... somebody tried. <laughs> right? yeah. But she's like, those are all the deleted you know, scenes. Yeah, exactly. But she's like <laughs> doing deleted. all this like cool stuff but when we see her she's just the weakest most annoying character yeah. ever and I just hate it and also she's he's all upset and he says I'm not gonna let you die and she says is that what's bothering you and you're like you think like <laughs> you thinks you're gonna die why are you so like yeah. I don't know she just you know her character is really offensive to me I hate Padme. Yeah. I, there's nothing likable about her. But, I mean, I think the worst part about her is what a betrayal she is to, like, women in general. <laughs> like, she's such, like, this little, like, beaten down housewife <laughs> with Anakin when she has, like, you know, she she was a queen. She was, like, making political it, decisions. Yeah. Well, that's the, th- the problem I have with it is, like, none of the, like, her accomplishments don't feel earned at all. Like, they're not reflected in right. any kind of character we but see. apparently they were. I think Anakin ruins her. She's pushed into marriage with him. She doesn't want to get married with yeah. to him. He forces that. Yeah. Like, she becomes this weird, like, sub- in, in a bad way, like, submissive woman. She needs to start woman. collecting cats. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, you know, you'd think somebody that they try, even tried to amend the Constitution for so <laughs> yeah. that she would have, like, additional, uh, would have some Naboo hutzpah. Messiah. You know? Right. Yeah. Like, so, what, what do we cut away uh, from this argument to Anakin running late to his date with Palpatine? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I call this Palpatine Storytime Theater. <laughs> Do you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? Which I'm Anakin really glad. Like, oh, I can't wait. <laughs> My non creepy mentor. I have to go to this weird sperm Which show. Would you? <laughs> Yeah. Well, wouldn't you be annoyed if you were like sitting like in the box next, like quiet? Yeah. We're trying to watch the show, guys. Whoa. What would you feel like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. like, like, what if you had like? You would show a powerful. <laughs> stop people from doing. Like, Shut up. Okay. I'm trying to watch yeah. the show. Yeah. Rude. Yeah. Shh. <laughs> Don't you like the like like peppered applause? Too? I'm like, yeah. what if they clap? 
doing that? It seems to be like, like if I was watching a show of the same thing happening over and over, I would be like, When was oh, that whoa. better than the other time? Why are we clapping? <laughs> well, okay, and then also if you had like a mentor who was like really powerful and cool and like just super kind to you and yeah. always really understanding, and then like you saw him be really mean to his other friends, wouldn't you be like, Oh, that was creepy? How he's like, Leave us, all leave mean. Us, and then leave he like us. gets all sweet like, again. This is the best part. <laughs> There'd be like a red flag to me, like if he was really cruel to all of his other people, but was really nice to you. I want to know what their conversation was out yeah. like with, like, like when Anakin yeah. came back. I was like, did you see that part? Like that was really good. That like, was nice. Did you like it? <laughs> uh, so yeah, so he has this. Uh, actually, I think this scene is not half bad as far as for a Palpatine yeah. moment. I like. He doesn't his, act it so weird. No, and he's is <laughs> it's like kind of a fun Ian McDermott like mm-hmm. you know I, I like monologue. his kind of yeah. little monologue in which like yeah he's so powerful he can stop people from Some, dying yeah no you he, know. he brings it's, it you know yeah from dying you know yeah. my my thing with this was that. Palpatine, Palpatine basically proceeds to lay out in certain terms that he once knew a guy who knew a guy who, knew a guy who could save people from dying. But I will say, he talks about the Force with more passion yeah. and enthusiasm yeah. than any Jedi yeah. in any of these movies totally. that I've ever seen. I'm yeah. like, at least this guy cares. into it. Why Anakin isn't going, you know, I thought you were an atheist, but you know everything about Christianity. Were you a senator like, from Naboo? Yeah, yeah. like, uh, why are you a Force historian here, Palpatine? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, he's. Could he telegraph that he's a Sith Lord anymore? We will watch your career with great interest. Good, Anakin. Good. Kill him. The dark side of the Force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. You're the Sith Lord. Well, it's about time you figured that out. I've been dropping hints like crazy. I mean, at mm-hmm. this point, you'd be thinking, like, you know, Dooku told us he this guy was a He knows a lot about the, the Force, oddly enough. Yeah. and then The like, dark f- side of the Force is surrounding him. <laughs> yeah. Like, and he's clearly manipulating yeah. Anakin. Like if, if, you know, like, if you went on a hunting trip with somebody and the whole time they were telling you, <laughs> I'm not a doctor, I have no medical knowledge, yeah. I'm stupid, right. and then you blew off your leg accidentally and they did field surgery on you with exact precision, <laughs> yeah. you'd be like, you know, I think there might be something going on. I think you might be a little. Yeah. Sub training. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, are we to believe that Darth or Palpatine is the apprentice that killed Darth? Oh, yes. I think so. Okay, yes. okay. So that's true. Quite clear. Okay, yes. okay. It's ironic. Well, this is no, the other very thing. Ironic. Again, one of the other things is there's all these fan theories about is. Palpatine telling Anakin that he made him because there's this whole thing right, like as we talk about creating life yeah. you know because Anakin has this mysterious origin mm-hmm. is he saying that like I created life I created you. life with you and you have that whole sperm egg thing going on oh. in the background you know like and that's where it's just unclear mm-hmm. you know I don't know maybe but, he but was but you know what really bugged me about that Levi though is that if that is the case then Anakin truly has no chance if Palpatine was yeah. your father Totally. At least, you know, they've been trying to build up that there's this dilemma. And yeah. we're obviously, he according to the screenwriter, him, we're yeah. supposed to think that he has yeah. good in him, mm-hmm. even though that's not apparent. <laughs> I don't but see if, it. But if yeah. Palpatine made him, yeah. then he is, is a bad apple. Yeah. yeah. And he has no yeah. choice. And exactly. he was made to do this 
stuff. Do you think it is even implied, though? I just don't know if it is. I think it's implied. By I think it's visual, definitely By the implied. visuals and by the story he tells. Okay. I, I just, I never got that. Like, it, but maybe I was just not picking up on it because yeah. they just never really bring back that whole, you know, virgin birth thing yeah, again. It's so totally... it's one of those things that I just felt like it was... I just don't know. It'd be interesting to know if that was. I, I mean, I've heard. I think it's extended universe, or is it fan it's, theory? It's ex, well. It might, I don't think it's canon. It's not canon, but that yeah, that him and his okay. So Sidious yeah. and Darth Plagueis were like doing force experiments to try to make life, and, and then they didn't. They thought it yeah. failed, but Anakin was born, born so somewhere. It was like an accident. Yeah. yeah, like the radioactive exactly. force, whatever. Yeah. Uh, another scene where I was distracted by Anakin's hair looking dumb. <laughs> um, okay, so <clears throat> so what Palpatine is trying to do in this scene is the whole keeping people from dying right. thing. He had such a knowledge of the dark side, he could even keep the ones he cared about from dying. So this is where I, I really have a problem with this whole motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, is all of Anna McKinn's motivation kind of hinges on this where he's having these premonitions. Do you think, sorry to interrupt, do you think that Palpatine is giving those dreams to Anakin? I, kinda, I mean, I guess. Or does he know about them? He either is given them to Anakin or yeah. he's aware of them. You know, Rob, it would have been helpful if they told us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is a really good question. <laughs> right? Yeah. We don't know if these Because are the... if he gave him those dreams, then it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. You know, because... Uh-huh. But if, if he just was aware of these dreams, then he was using them. Yeah. And never had any like plan to even keep Padme from dying. He just yeah. knew that was a way to like deal with it. Something's bigger. Um, so, like, okay, so say I'm in this situation, I'm having these premonitions that Suzanne is going to die in childbirth, or, or I'm really worried about it. Right. Like, what a sane person does is figure out what the risks are of labor and delivery, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then you figure out how you can. Address those risks to your satisfaction. Yeah. Right? Um, I just assume, like, an advanced society like the Republic would be able to handle labor and delivery right. issues fairly well. Like, they, I would think they have cesareans, right. you know. Um, well, yeah, because that, she gives birth to the most sterile, in the most <laughs> sterile <laughs> hospital room yeah, of all like time. Very specialized droids. Yeah, yeah, and it's. Ooh-pah. Yeah, it's very yeah. clean. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, I mean, it's clear they, they know how to handle this. So, like, you know, a normal person, like with Shmi beforehand, yeah. a normal person wouldn't go to, I will keep people from dying. Right. Like, this big, grand thing. They would be like, you know, I really should have checked up on my mom, like, ten years ago. Yeah. You know, that's the normal reaction. Right. And, again, in this situation, you would not go, I will learn how to keep people from dying. <laughs> I You will go, you would go, I'm going to make sure we have a really safe delivery. I want you to be I want doctor. the best doctor. Yeah. I want, Don't you know, leave the hospital percent. Yeah, I want like, you to be really careful. Careful yeah. up until this point, you know, let's Don't get you checked out. Don't travel far distances. Yeah, all this kind of normal stuff. Instead, he just, like, goes for this really vague, right. I will keep people from dying yeah. thing. Um, and he doesn't really ever check up on how would this work. Like, right. and I don't know. Like, would Padme have to die and he'd, like, resurrect her with right. the Force? Would he, I mean, how does this even possibly work? Are you sustaining her life with the Force? Yeah. Like a life support? Do you keep her heart beating? Right. You well, know? I feel like in the writing process, it was Lucas, you know, having this aha moment. And aha, the reason she dies <laughs> is because Anakin was trying to save her, turned to the dark right. side, yeah. killed all these people, and she died Very of a cyclical. broken heart. Yeah. 
that's not cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so she dies because he was trying to, to save, save her? her. Yeah. Because she doesn't die from childbirth. No. She dies no. of a broken heart. Yeah. It's circular logic right. and it's not yeah. good storytelling. Because right. it's never clear. And what that's the thing, because I what? feel like what he's trying to do, too, is give Anakin noble intentions so right. we sympathize with him as an audience. Right. And, you know, give. So he has like these pure motivations. But it's so bizarre, his, his actions, yeah. that it's really hard to sympathize with. So it doesn't work. Yeah, because you're like, why would you do, why would you kill all these people and turn to the dark side? Just, you know. You know, just go talk to a good doctor. Yeah. Like, that is a way better option. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't know. It's it's like, you know, me like being worried that Suzanne was going to die and going to like a witch doctor who told me I had to kill a million people, you know, like to fill a river with blood and your wife will be, you know, Wait, and does he not see he's being used? Yeah. Like, and at that point, Levi, if you were really desperate, wouldn't you go... Okay, well, maybe after I do that, how are you going to do it? <laughs> Let's make really sure before I do this terrible right. thing. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so we then cut to the planet of Wookiee fan service. Woo-hoo. That looks like a video game. Kashyyyk, is that what it's called? Kashyyyk, Kashyyyk. yeah. Um, the droids have started up their main power generators. And now the time is, Commander. It's it's it, some of these scenes just look so digital and yeah. and like the 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 physical elements look so like wrong in them. Um, like the Wookies, I think, are actually people in costumes a lot of the time here, and they just look very pasted in to me. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, uh, I had another revelation. Like they have this this council, this Jedi Council via hologram, mm-hmm. that I realized it doesn't work actually because. The council, so it shows Yoda sitting in this chair, and he has a miniature council in front of him. Yeah. Then it cuts to the council chambers, and Yoda is interacting with the people in the council, like turning side to side, right. looking at them, talking right. to them, You're you know, right. and stuff. And I realized that wait, Yoda's actually looking at like Chewbacca's <laughs> leg right now. Like in the real world, it does. Like he'd right. just be staring he straight be ahead staring as he talked, maybe moving his eyes slightly <laughs> left to right. But he's like fully interacting with everyone in this thing. It was like, oh, this doesn't make any what sense. What elaborate pantomime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's like he's talking, not looking at anyone, but managing to meet the person who I assume is also in a similar situation's eyes it's the force. next to him. Yeah, the he, force. He uses the force. This. Um, and uh, Mace just like shows open disdain for Anakin. Yeah, because he doesn't want to send him to find Grievous. Yeah, you won't. The, the Chancellor requests that Anakin go. Right. He's no, no more experienced. My requests have gone over great with the Council so far. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely going to work. Yeah. Um, then Yoda goes, now the time is, Commander, which is like, thanks, Yoda. <laughs> um, when the, the droids are attacking. So it's, yeah. Right, you see a little battle. Yeah, yeah, battle kind of picks up that we don't know what the stakes are of this battle. Well, apparently Why are important. they attacking? Like, but we get to see Wookiees. We get to see Wookiees. Yes. Um, I kind of like the Wookiees, actually. Oh, yeah. I don't mind the Wookiees. It just doesn't feel like any part of the story. It, it is a fan service, but I kind of thought it was fun <laughs> to see them I fighting. liked it back in the day, but yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts, Zach, on the Wookiees? Uh, no. I mean, I kind of like how you're calling it the planet of fan service. Yeah. Because it's, you know, it's not like a moment where I'm like, oh, this right. is yeah. just terrible. But it's it also really because they just kind of come in and come out so yeah. fast. Yeah. It's like, well, they really didn't do much, you know, besides Yoda got to say Chewbacca's name. Great. <laughs> exactly. Amazing. Goodbye, Chewbacca. Yeah. I'll miss you. I, I, I have nothing to offer on this. <laughs> um... Then we have another walk and talk where, you know, Obi-Wan and Anakin, we have to emphasize what good friends they are. Mm. Mm -hmm. Goodbye. 
You are strong and wise, Anakin, and I am very proud of you. I have trained you since you were a small boy. Yeah, Obi-Wan doesn't use contractions. Mm. Any contractions. You are a great Jedi. You will. It's like, oh, I don't know why they they force, they, they make this. Very proper frame. Well, you know, yeah. and in this conversation, you know, um, he says, yeah, I, I like it. Um, it's, again, Ewan McGregor using some passion, but he says, but, you know, use your feelings. Um, yeah. Use your, off, use your yeah. feelings, Anakin. Something yeah. isn't right. And I'm like, yeah. Obi-Wan, dude, <laughs> one movie ago, you were told what isn't right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's what Count Dooku said. Yeah. yeah. Darkness surrounds the Chancellor for some reason. You're yeah. lying. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think, like, the dialogue in this scene, uh, did you guys ever, I never, uh, I think the dialogue from like the Dewey Cox Walk Hard movie sounds a lot more realistic as about like this level where, you know, they'll be like, and I'm your 13 year old girlfriend, you know, and he's like, but mom, I'm just 14 years old looking to find my way in the world. You know, they have those really, yeah, yeah. really expositional dialogue heavy. Um, yeah, and it, it just kind of struck me as like it rang a bell as like a Dewey Cox where they're just like, you are my best friend, Anakin, <laughs> and I love you, and, you know, we will always be friends, and like, good luck, old friend, you know, and stuff, and you've done so well, you know, it's just all this like, okay. Goodbye, old friend. May the force be with you. So, Zach and I had a very similar observation about this next scene. Do you, do you want to explain this, Zach? Which, I like sure, you. sure. Okay, so um, after, you know, goodbye, all friend, I, I think it's our last positive moment between Anakin and Obi-Wan. It's very pointed um, that yeah. goodbye, old friend. Yeah, yeah, may the force be with you. Why couldn't that have happened in the previous movie once? Mm-hmm. But, okay, so we cut away from that to the exact same premonition. Maybe we could have mixed it up and had a different one, but no. Yeah. And uh, we then just cut to Anakin setting down what looks like a Nintendo DS and like discuss. And I kept thinking to myself, did Anakin just have a game over? Did he just lose? And uh, I hate this game. Yeah, and what game did he get a game over at? Was it the my wife dying in childbirth video game? She died again. And apparently he lost. So hard to deliver these babies without her dying. Right, because yeah. was he wasn't asleep, so he just has them while it's he's an awake. Odd, it's an odd cut. Yeah. Because he looks just vaguely annoyed. Yeah. He doesn't look like waking up in like in a cold sweat. Mm-hmm. He's, he's like, like again? And he is holding like a Nintendo DS, yeah. basically. <laughs> Lost a candy crush again. <laughs> then um then they have this kind of conversation, um, Anakin, uh what does she say? What? I'm gonna die in childbirth, Annie. I promise you. No, I promise you. I forget what they have. I'm not going to die. I promise you. No, I promise you. (laughs) Then they stare awkwardly at I know. No, no. no. I promise you. No, I promise you. (laughs) Then they stare awkwardly until the cut. Mm Mm-hmm. I think her face is like up against him. No, they stare in each other's face oh. for until like then cut. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Then fish eye out. We go so Obi-Wan has been sent on this mission to finally track down General Grievous mm-hmm. in the war, basically. If they mm-hmm. kill General Grievous. The war is apparently fine. like the war is going fine without Count Dooku. Uh-huh. I mean that it was a good thing, but like General Grievous kind of runs the war. Right. So um we go to Utapu. Utapau, sorry. Utapau. Yeah, um, I felt like this planet looked really bad on my screen when I saw it initially, like very like digital. Out, yeah. Um, we, uh, a couple of things I did like on this. Yeah. I liked the staff that the robot, this robot staff that it makes, it has a very solid thunk. 
Um, they cut, you know, they, the there's... The robot staff? General Grievous's robots are oh. watching mm-hmm. Obi-Wan land, uh-huh. and he comes forward and, like, uh-huh. thunks his staff into uh-huh. the ground. It's, like, a very solid metallic... Mm-hmm. Heavy good sounding. Sound you know what I liked? I liked the uh, the gentleman um, who greets Obi-Wan. Yeah, I love that I guy. like him. I like his design, I like his and design. I like him because... Have you guys seen the Mad Max original franchise? No, uh-uh. Levi? Well, okay, yes, I know who this guy is. Yes, it's the gentleman who builds the flying uh-huh. thing who kind of like gloms onto Max, and Max is like, get out of here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it is that guy, um, which I thought was a cool cameo. Huh. Okay, yeah, see, I, so I, I like, and I had, I, I was disappointed by this guy because I liked his design a lot, and they yeah. really built this guy up, and then they released all these like web docs beforehand <laughs> that really oh, yeah, focused little, on this guy. Trailer again. Where, and, and he plays the mouth of Sauron in Lord of the Rings. Oh, I, then I know exactly. And he plays who a couple is. of other characters yeah. in Lord of the Rings too. Yeah. But he's awesome as the mouth of Sauron. Yeah, the way he smiles all weird. Yeah, he's so oh, creepy. So chilled and down he, his spine. Yeah, oh, mouth work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got a great. Creepy mouth. <laughs> yeah, no, that guy is so creepy yeah. in that film. And in uh, they they built him up in the documentaries as this interesting alien character, and he looked really they he looks really cool. Mm-hmm. And they had him in uh, they had him in uh, the trailer, featured in the trailer mm-hmm. with some good shots. Yeah, he's doing that face in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, his big teethy face. Yeah. Um, and I uh, had built up all these like, who's this guy? Yeah. Like, is he gonna be like a major character? Is he gonna capture Obi Wan? Yeah. Like, is he holding yeah. Obi Wan prisoner? Is he gonna be like a villain? Yeah. Like, I had all these like, like theories in my head. I'd really built him up, and then he was just like, he's here holding nope. us prisoner. <laughs> he's yet another coward. Yeah, he's <laughs> a like, long line of cowards. I like it when they're like, did he bring an army? I don't. He didn't yeah, say. That was kind of funny. Well, but I like this part too because I remember seeing it for the first time, and I thought that part was creepy. Like, it kind of gave oh. me chills a little bit because he's like he's it's like this like kind of he's here you're like yeah. ooh creepy you uh-huh. know kind of really like a good build up uh, the funny thing that I thought was because uh, everyone goes if you have warriors now is the time yeah and I was like well apparently they didn't have warriors because right. no one shows up everybody hide <laughs> yeah. definitely don't have warriors um, and why didn't Obi-Wan bring some warriors with him? I know. You know? Well, they're they're going to meet him there. I guess because it, it may turn out to just be a wild bantha chase. Wild bantha Oh my chase. gosh, that part bugged me so bad. Which it's not. So why didn't they send more Jedi <laughs> with him? <laughs> There's apparently, funny. you know, quite a few of them. Yeah. Or send some clones. Those guys are expendable. But um, the... Uh, I think Obi-Wan may sele- regret selecting the Shrieking Lizard for his stealth mission. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, it's so loud. I know. And like, he's like why? trying to be all sneaky. Yeah, he's sneaking up <laughs> on these people. Um, it's, yeah, yeah, that, that was an interesting choice. I do like the design of that thing. Mm-hmm. Um it's uh, it looks mixed now, like it, it, it looks very fake. To right, me at this it was point. probably pretty cool when we saw it the yeah. first time, though. Um, there's little things again, like it's again whenever these actors are trying to interact with their digital environments. Like he goes to pat the lizard, and, and it's, it's like, like patting air. It's like he's like patting air, <laughs> you know. And yeah. you can totally tell his hand is hitting yeah, nothing, yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> little things again that clue you in when he sees Grievous he does like a million mile jump down and just kind of rocks on his heels when he hits the ground yeah. similar to Padme's <laughs> yeah, jump onto the <laughs> and you know was he betting on you know uh, uh, Grievous being a Marty McFly 
because if Grievous didn't, yeah. there's no way right. Obi Wan could have blocked a thousand oh, lasers. That's okay. Back away! I will deal with this Jedi slime myself. Your move. Oh, I'm just kidding. Everyone, shoot this fool! The logic of the scene is so sloppy and yeah. lame to me. Why does he jump down? Yeah. Okay. So, for, but it it just bugs me because it's not. There's no character thing going on at all because. Okay, first Grievous orders every. You are a bold one. <laughs> Yeah. Right, so he's not like somebody. So the but then four robots. Obi Wan surrounded by robots with guns, all surrounded. trained. No way he can block all these shots. Right. They don't all open fire for some reason. <laughs> so he four robots walk forward to engage Obi Wan in a duel for some reason, or they're going to fight him hand to hand combat. Why not just shoot him? when they're super ineffective against him. They die. Then Grievous decides. Yeah, <laughs> Grievous decides to engage him in a duel at this point. So, but why? It would just make sense. It, they haven't established any kind of like, he's a guy who has a code, right? He can't, he either... He likes know, to get the credit for the Jedi kills. Exactly. He can't, uh, maybe he has some kind of honor thing where mm-hmm. he has to like, you know, defeat someone on his own. Mm-hmm. Or he just is like some egomaniac who wants to kill as many Jedi as he can. Right. But neither of these has been, a, these are all not the case because he just ordered his henchmen to kill him beforehand. And he's like, Stop away! I will deal with this Jedi slime myself. Changes his mind. I'll do it. (laughs) I'll I'll do it. I'll do it. You know, um, so it's so he's such an ill-defined character. It's just kind of like, well, this was a funny moment we set up. Now let's go to a a lightsaber fight. Right. Um, or if and he had gotten Grievous on his own and ambushed him, like, well, I'm going to take him out right now. Exactly. It, it just okay. it just doesn't make any sense. Like, Obi-Wan behaves stupidly right. in this, and then Grievous behaves stupidly. Right. Um, and then we go into this, this again, Crazy. lightsaber fight, where, where I feel like there's just officially too many lightsabers in this <laughs> now movie. Now we're... Six lightsabers. And <laughs> I'm just gonna have a gun that shoots lightsabers. <laughs> well, and that's a continuous problem though with the build up to any lightsaber yeah. fight. Yeah. Um, this one and Anakin and Obi Wan's is, you know, I, I heard someone make say the make the point that you can tell Lucas his interest is not in filming any dialogue, even yeah. if it's dialogue between someone like Grievous yeah. and Obi Wan, like two characters that are, you know, intense. It's just locked down, single yeah. shot, shot yeah. for yeah. two shot. Yeah, back but then as soon as the battles start, yeah. you know, the style of filming, which is largely all CGI, yeah. but the camera will move in really exciting Super, ways. Yeah. Yeah. And they're fun to watch on their own, I guess. <laughs> but it's so jarring to yeah. your brain when you're watching just shot and reverse shot between dialogue and then a battle starts and yeah. it's just like, mm-hmm. we're going to go all over the place Transformer style. Right. And that's kind of yeah. how I felt about this one. It's yeah. so jarring. Right. And there's little things like Obi-Wan not reacting to the lightsabers opening up. You know, he did, Grievous does this huge, like, and Obi-Wan just stands there stock still because he doesn't know what he's looking at. The actor doesn't have any way to react to right. it. So little things taking out of the movie like that. Um, and another moment of, like, I feel like Lucas was like, you know how we can top, like, a lightsaber fight is we have four lightsabers, but it's clear they don't know how to do it. Right, like, there's no way to actually pull care, it off. He just cuts the hands off. He like, immediately right gets away. his hands yeah. cut off. He's doing this yeah. stupid stuff. Yeah. Like, 
you can't actually like really. There's no way Obi Wan could fend off a four lightsaber I kept attack. That too. You know, it's stupid that yeah. you would even try to do this. So they, so it doesn't work right. as a fight because he clearly had he immediately disarms him. Yeah. But really, all he had to do was wail him with this and then sneak around with his other arm and, right. and cut, you know. Right. So it's just like, this is dumb. It's, it's just fight. trying to move up, the, next up the action for, but it doesn't really um, have any idea of how to do it. Yeah. Um, the, uh, you know, Grievous ends this with, he's like, you know, I am your not. You must realize you are is that what he says? I had a yeah. really hard time understanding what he yeah, says. Yeah. I got you are doomed, but what is the word? Army or not. Like you don't have an army. Or, or you must the army realize was coming. you are doomed. Because the army's coming. He's like still like, yeah. like You're still going to be doomed. As if he had beaten him. But he just got like his limbs gotcha. chopped off. You know, and we're like, well, that's right. a lot of confidence there. Right. So Obi-Wan force pushes him. Mm-hmm. You pulling out the move that always He should have just force pushed him in the beginning. Yeah, just force push him to yeah. death. And if you can force push, like, uh, This would come in handy in their next. Um, engagement too. Um, the shot of the clone trooper picking up the lightsaber is uh-huh. cu- is funny. Yeah. It's yeah. like, huh? What's this? Yeah. <laughs> um, any other thoughts on this duel between Obi Wan and Grievous? So, I'm just curious as to why Grievous's insides are flammable. Because well, well, this wait, is wait, not wait. at this point. We're not, no, we're not there. there. We're not there. We, I have thoughts on that. Okay. Too. Okay. okay. But no, they're the initial lightsaber no, fight. Sorry. <laughs> it's all running together. It, it does. Yeah, they kind of ran a lot. Yeah. Um, so we have the Palpatine coming out of the closet. Basically, kind of my mentor taught me everything about the Force, even the nature of the dark side. You know the dark side. Anakin. I thought this whole movie was because you can almost see it like when he finally when he finally does it. He's like, finally, I can be fabulous. Oh, <laughs> uh, and it's a walk and talk scene. You know, walk and talk. Yeah, you know. So what happens here? This is an important scene. Why do you think he decides to come out now? Like, I think he's just sick right? of it. It's like yeah. he's been dropping in. I want to be the sick right. lord. I want. He just has to tell it. Oh man, I wish I had my notes here, <laughs> yeah. but um, basically. He, Anakin's too stupid to figure it out. <laughs> he can't figure it so out. he's just like, let me tell you. I mean, and leading up to it, Anakin still doesn't say it when he says, even the nature of the dark yeah. side. He says, my mentor taught me everything about yeah. the Force. Yeah. People, you don't teach someone everyone everything about the Force unless you're a Jedi. Right. right. You don't just like know a lot about the Force. I know he's so dense. It's like everyone is so dense. You're the Sith Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like finally, yeah. come on, you know. And doesn't it beforehand, um, yeah, May sends him off and he's mm-hmm. like, there's a, you oh, know. Yeah. I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi. The dark side of the Force surrounds the Chancellor. Go into his plan. Well, you know what's so funny about that is before Palpatine comes out, uh, <laughs> when Anakin enters the room, he is literally looking at a PowerPoint of the Death Star. <laughs> which I know Anakin's not supposed to know what the Death Star is at this point. But it's like, if you, let's say He's not sneaky. Let's say you're the CEO of a company. Yeah. You're it's not like involved this... in every little step. It's not, what is Palpatine an engineer <laughs> to? I mean, well, this looks good. I have no idea what I'm looking at. I assume they. Yes, yeah, circular. And yeah. then the big beanie thing will come out of the. the the repressed center. That's a gun. Wow, that's amazing. Guys. And again, Levi, he spins around. He does. Many chairs, mandatory. 
who what what CEO puts their monitor facing the like their back to the doorway so everyone can see what they're looking at over their shoulder? That's kind of a, kind of, he's trying to get found out. It's yeah, like he wants to be found out. He's like on like yeah. he has like his photo on like the Sith Facebook group yeah. and stuff like that. He's liking all these Sith articles. <laughs> I think Palpatine's a Sith. Oh gosh. Uh, yeah. So. This scene, yeah, it's a. It, I like the way Ian McDermott plays in this yeah. scene. He's he's hamming it a, a bit, yeah. but it is, it is fun. Because he's basically telling Anakin, like, I can save Padme, right? Learn to know the dark side of the Force, and you will be able to save your wife from certain death. What did you say? It is pretty unprompted. I mean, yeah. you're right, because it is like. It's not prompted by anything. He's just, I think at this point, he's just like, I've got to yeah. tell like him. Like, time. how else is he going to, like, he's not going to, he's not going to put two and two together. Right. He's you trying. know, after their last conversation. You well, know. and it's, it's good to see that Anakin, you know, is finally uh, disturbed and a little yeah. bit annoyed by Palpatine. I this this extremely like creepy, disturbing <laughs> old man. <laughs> yeah. But how he says, I would certainly like to. And at, at that point, if I was Anakin, that would not be the moment where I would yeah. certainly like to. Yeah. I mean, I know we found he's a Sith, but he has just dangled this big carrot in front yeah. of him right. that I can save, save your wife from me. certain death. That's a great point. I'd at least yeah. be like, well, how? Right. I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're yeah. lying. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're lying. I need more details. <laughs> it's just, I can <laughs> I once knew a guy who knew a guy. <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. Jeez. Um, we cut back to Obi-Wan versus Grievous Part 2. Mm-hmm. At this point, this is where um, Grievous does have flammable inside. But you know, I actually like this part. Their, their hand-to-hand fight has ten times more excitement than the previous 15-minute fight You're they had. You're right. Yeah. Because it's shot. You can tell yeah. what's going on. Obi-Wan gets hurt, which yeah. I love mm-hmm. because we, we know he can't be crushed yeah. by a two-ton yeah. awning. Yeah. He's but invincible. He is, and I yeah. like it. I mean, there's there's some drama, there's some... Wait, there's, how does he get hurt? He kicks Grievous's, you yeah. know... Oh, okay. uh, yeah. We see Grievous punch something. Yeah. Okay. And, I mean, yeah. it's, it has a little bit more grit. I completely agree. I think that's the thing is, like, they just... The lightsaber fights are yeah. so overdone in this that when you actually cut to something that's way more physical, it's just so much it's it's a lot more engaging. Yeah. Um Yeah, so Grievous gets taken out, but at the end of the day, it's like there's no real sense of like yes or like, you know, shock. Mm-hmm. He's just a villain that mm-hmm. we don't know what he was about. Like was just so uncivilized. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uncivilized. But no, you're right, Rosalind. Yeah. I mean yeah. the inside's flammableness. Yeah. Like, if you shoot someone with a gun, they don't burst into flame. Like yeah, your insides choice. aren't flammable. But it, I mean I guess it kinda looked cool, like the flame came out of his eyes and stuff. I like the noise Grievous makes when yeah. Obi-Wan kinda starts to take him apart. Yeah. yeah. It's kinda cool. Yeah, I like how he like rips his armor apart. That's yeah. pretty cool. Oh. <laughs> he really doesn't like that. He no, should. No, no, no. Yeah, I know. Don't touch that. <laughs> that's my scar. <laughs> that's see. That's where I'm like, why not force push this guy just around? Or why not force, force rip him open? Yeah. There's a lot of questions there. Then we have um, the the big revelation, the terrible truth, if you will. I've just learned a terrible truth. 
I think Chancellor Palpatine is a Sith Lord. <laughs> terrible, terrible truth. It's where it's received. It, it, okay, so Anakin rushes. He's realized that Palpatine is a Sith Lord. He rushes to tell the Jedi and Mace Windu specifically, which says, I've learned a terrible truth. Um, Chancellor Palpatine is a Sith Lord. And uh, what is Mace's name? A, a Sith Lord. Lord. <laughs> a Sith Lord? Yes, the one we've been looking for. It sounds like Anakin asked to stay out like an hour past curfew is basically the reaction. He's like, an hour past curfew? You know, it's the weirdest Well, And he says, how do you know? And he says, he knows the ways of the Force. And he's been trained. And and he doesn't say, he told me. He told me in his own mouth. He said, I'm a Sith Lord. And Dooku, last time we talked, he said Palpatine was a Sith Lord. And and a couple scenes ago, I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi. The dark side of the force surrounds the Chancellor. Yeah. So Mace should have been able to put two and two yeah. together based on what Anakin said. Why would he be surprised? Yeah. Um, but oh. we are to move quickly if the Jedi order to survive. And we'll make and stay. Make, make Anakin wait and stay. I must go, Master. No. If what you've told me is true, you will have gained my trust. Yeah, for no good reason when this is a great opportunity yeah. for him to redeem himself. Yeah. yeah. And... Is there any actor more, like, stripped of charisma and, like, embarrassed in this mm-hmm. thing than Samuel Jackson? No. Like, it's insane to me how off he feels in this. I know. It's weird because he's a great actor. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like Ewan McGregor is a guy who manages to make his yeah. way through this. With charm. With some charm yeah. through terrible lines and poorly he written does. stuff. He does. He really does. He's not like, what happened to Ewan McGregor? Yeah. He does his best. Yeah. Everyone, he generally, you know, it's not an embarrassing thing for no. him. Same, you know, like, Samuel L. Jackson just seems so... Yeah off in this Maybe. and he is like a very fun actor to watch generally right. it mu- it just must I mean he just didn't have the dr- I don't know have you ever seen Samuel L. Jackson in a movie where you were like what was up with that <laughs> right. like yeah. you even know bad movies yeah even he's bad quite movies a few of them, but he, 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 he's very Heck, I want a Quicksilver credit card you know <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> whatever those things are <laughs> um and yeah, so this oh man, it's so bad. And then they like they just wander like mosey on over. They're just moseying around. Like they're they are walking the same pace as they are right. um, in you know after before he told them as they are. We were to move quickly, yeah, not that quickly. <laughs> <laughs> like look, we're not going to get that excited about this. Move and you know, and he just hops in this thing with these two Jedi who. I don't think ever heard anything about this conversation. Were they just waiting? <laughs> yeah. You know. Hey, where are we going, mate? Well, I just found out the biggest news in the world. Let's go. I mean, no. I'm not going to call Yoda. It doesn't even like turn to them or anything. They're just standing there. It's like, does he on some point on the way over? Maybe that's why they get killed so quickly. They're like, what? <laughs> we didn't even know. Why didn't you tell us he was going to yeah. attack? So, yeah, so we have this buildup. They're going to go arrest the Chancellor, quote-unquote. Um, and then uh, they, we actually have my f- one of my favorite moments in the prequels, I think, oh. um, is the scene, like, before this where it's, like, all quiet. Oh. 
you know, and Anakin and Padme are looking at oh, each yeah, other. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I'm talking yes, about? It's very It feels well like done. it's from another movie. Yeah. Like, where I'm like... With that, like, kind of, like, cool, like... Yeah, the score is really yeah, great. That, yeah, that, and, and they're just, like... It's, like, zooming in on, like, them, like, looking at each other across, and you can tell he's, like... Trying to choose between like, do I? I he loves Padme. It's showing, not telling, for once. It mm-hmm. is. It's this moment where it's like there's no dialogue, nothing said, and the music is so. And pretty. he's struggling with like this choice between like being a Jedi and saving Padme, mm-hmm. and she's like, and they have this weird. It's almost like they have this weird like mental connection mm-hmm. going, um, and it's really effective. Right, because you see, he makes that decision. Yeah, right? and he's making this decision, but it's totally not said. Yeah. But you can see what's going he's on. Not, I'm gonna go. Yeah. Save the emperor. I must save the woman I love, you know, if I, you know, or, or whatever. It just feels like it's from, like, there's, like, in some alternate universe, there's a, a great version of the prequels, and this is a scene from that that made it into our bad universe. But, um... Yeah, I just, it's, it's like, cause, and Lucas always goes, you know, I'm a visual storyteller, right. you know, I don't, my movies aren't don't, about dialogue. Like dialogue. And it's like, no, your movies are like, not, you know, you tell each other through just ponderous Exposition, dialogue. Yeah. But this is one of those where I feel like, oh, you actually did create right. something, you know, that was visually right. so interesting. So he probably had absolutely nothing to do with it. Yeah. I wonder if it was like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, so we get to the Palpatine versus Mace uh, scene. Mm-hmm. So my thought on this was Palpatine makes waste of the three other Jedi accompanying Mace Windu with such efficiency, they may as well have not even been there. Right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a, it's a I, ridiculous entrance. It's hilariously. Uh, right. The one guy is facing the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like when you see it, like, like I was Palpatine. Just checking this painting out. Palpatine does this really long move and then <laughs> runs him through, and his back is like literally turned to Palpatine. Okay, now I know you think just whipping out your lightsaber makes you look intimidated. This is possibly a Sith Lord we're talking about. So whatever you do, don't just let him stab you slowly or something stupid like that. Expect severe resistance. Understand? We are Jedi masters for crying out loud. Got it? Got it. You know what cracked me up too is is literally Palpatine had a lightsaber up his <laughs> sleeve the whole time. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and he does this the spinny the like, spinny fly yeah. move. It's treason, then. <laughs> Defi- defies physics. It defi- yeah, it's it's all this, and yeah, the, the, the it's like Lucas just watched The Exorcist before the scene <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, it it just is so. It has the opposite effect again. It's one of those things where I feel like he thought, okay, well, we'll have him like fight four Jedi at once right. and show how powerful he is. He'll take them all down. And yet he couldn't figure out how to actually stage that. So he just killed the three. So he killed them, you know, because he couldn't like get someone to move effectively and he couldn't figure out how to choreograph the fight or didn't want to take the time to yeah. do that. So he just was like, okay, you just can turn around and kill this guy, you know, and it looks hilarious. It's so awful. It's so bad. I mean, these guys are terrible Jedi. Yeah, they weren't even like trying to block it. Like, we saw, like, it took them like three seconds to fly across the room in a spinny move. Like, Mm -hmm. like, and they were just standing there, not... If you think about, like, the choreography... In something like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, yeah. where she like fights that entire bar, yeah, oh, you know, so and cool. it's like, you know, you wa- I could watch that scene 
you know, I'll never get tired of that scene basically because it's so well thought out. It's so much fun. And it's so just like, you know, all these people are trying to get this girl and she's like so much better than all of them. And, you know, and in this, it's like so lazy feeling where <laughs> yeah. it's, yeah. it's like, why, what happened here? You know, this is not impressive at all. It just makes you think those all. Jedi were really bad. It doesn't make you think Sidious is a good fighter. Exactly. And, that, yeah. it's, it, and that's the same thing. I, I think I said this in Attack of the Clones. It's the same thing where it's like, why can't these other Jedi who are apparently masters, <laughs> why can't they deflect one of Palpatine's very obvious thrusts? Right. Yeah. You right. know, and again, they may as well have not even been there. Why didn't Mace just walk in? and just, you know, right. just arrest him instead right. of sacrificing <laughs> the poor Jedi. Right. Yeah, yeah. And it just, it it's stuff, it's choices like that that make it feel really lazy and sloppy. Yeah. To me, you know. Yeah, and you don't get the payoff of yeah. like, oh, look, at we get to see the Emperor actually fight, you know. So, and then you have, you know... I assume a body double for Eden McDermott, but you know, someone like mm-hmm. having this kind of slow moving fight, mm-hmm. you know, I think Samuel L. Jackson did his own fighting because he looks pretty slow in this. Yeah. He looks like a 60 year old man. Yeah. You know? It's the most awkward sword fight it I've is. ever seen. It's extremely awkward. And then you have these cuts to this digi emperor, like doing these flips yeah, all of a sudden. Like a little frog. Yeah. Like a little frog that look completely silly, mm-hmm. but they're pointless flips. They, they don't accomplish if you anything. Look at, yeah. If you look at what he's like Yoda, at least even though it looks totally digital, right. at least his flips are to kind of evade the yeah. bigger party. Yeah. But it, it, if you look, like he flips onto a chair <laughs> and then like flips off it. And like, like, look what I can do. I'm like, <laughs> like why didn't you just go around the chair? <laughs> and then lots of facial close-ups with no lightsaber yeah. reflection. Uh. Yeah, good point. I just, This is where it's like, man, there's so way too many lightsaber fights in this. Yeah, there is a lot. And it, it just, it's weird because you're supposed to have, like, the most important lightsaber fight of the series at the end of it. Mm-hmm. But you just, like, it's all lightsaber fights up to this point, yeah. you know? And They could have saved that for the end and it would have been really, like, yeah. more of a payoff. Well... I, and you know, if uh, comparing it to like the Force Awakens, the, the climax of the Force Awakens, which again I feel like the Force Awakens just worked off so many like they watched the prequels and like let's do everything, <laughs> let's and it change it. But, but for this one, um, like the climactic fight yeah. between Rey and um, Kylo, Ren. Kylo Ren is it's fairly clumsy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's very slow moving. Yeah. And the lighting is incredible. Yeah. And there are a lot of moments. And it's so emotional. It's too. so emotional. Yeah. And there are a lot of moments of each other's faces very close yeah. up yeah. in this particular fight and I thought The Force Awakens got it so right because yeah. the blue and red lighting yeah. Yeah. it's a clunky fight it yeah. takes place in a small amount of time nobody's doing backflips because they <laughs> yeah. don't need to yeah they're exactly. finding and their cell yeah yeah <laughs> it's just it, they don't even feel like they're in the same universe <laughs> it really doesn't you know all. I know that Jedi like to flip but I was thinking a lot about like the <laughs> flipping and I don't think it's a benefit to fighting because if you imagine like you're doing a flip like that gives your opponent time to find well, his foot. clearly backfires exactly. at the end of this. Like, and yeah. finally we see like this is yeah. what would happen if you flip towards your opponent. Yeah. Like you're gonna get cut up. So I'm wondering why Jedi think like we have to flip so much like Count Dooku flips off the balcony yeah. in the beginning. Like it 
just seems like if you're in a fight, flipping doesn't seem great because the amount yeah. of effort no. it takes for you, the amount of time you're in the air not being able to yeah. defend yourself. S- yeah, certainly not if your opponent has the higher ground. <laughs> Don't try it. <laughs> Don't try it, okay? Not the flip, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Just walk up towards me. <laughs> it's not like I have a laser gun. <laughs> I have a lightsaber. Just jump straight. Like, you don't have to flip. Move the barge down the river a little bit, Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the... Uh, yeah, no, great point. So, and I would have loved to have seen a force fight that didn't involve lightsabers. That's, I think, a missed opportunity mm. here. Um one of the things I think would have been super... I mean, I just... I don't like how everyone uses a lightsaber. That's a common criticism of the prequels that they made, mm, like... They cheapened it. They cheapened the lightsaber quite mm. a bit. But, you know, it seemed... You know, it, it seemed really silly to give Yoda a lightsaber to me. Yeah, because we never saw him with Yeah, like, before. I mean... And, you know, the Emperor, again, was another character who, in the original trilogy, did not need a lightsaber. He had lightning. Yeah, he had this kind of wizardy power going mm-hmm. on. So, like, why not have an entirely different... Kind of battle going mm-hmm. on, like something like, you know, Saruman versus Gandalf mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's easy to figure out how to stage something mm-hmm. like that. That wouldn't have to involve like doing these digital reproductions of old men fighting, right? You know, because it feels so fake. It feels so wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we get to at Anakin casually trots in. You know, well, so, go ahead. Well, this is what cracked me up uh, about this is. Anakin, okay, so he runs off his ship upon his Uh arrival, and like you said, he casually trots in. (laughs) It would have made sense for him to have walked off his ship and gradually picked up speed. Instead, he (laughs) slows down, and you know what cracked me about this shot? It reminded me of, like, if I were wearing, like, a suit, tie, and jacket, and dress shoes. The way he runs in, he's like, and then he kind of carries it. It reminds me of, like, when you have to do something active when you're in really nice clothes, the way he runs in. He's like, all right, gotta slow down. I better keep my my clothes nice. Why did they even need to show him? It's a, such a goofy shot, super flat, like him running in. Why did they even need to show him like that? Like, oh, by the way, Anakin's coming over here. Why couldn't they have just the like have him be like, no, stop right. at this point? Like, be like, oh, Anakin's here. Right. But they really like set like, him up. He like, comes. here's him leaving his apartment. Here's him arriving at it. Now here's him like making his way in into route? the fight in route. You know, <laughs> so there's really no question. Um, so do you think in this part that? Palpatine senses Anakin coming and makes himself vulnerable. What's going on? Anakin, this mean Jedi is attacking poor old me. Ah, I eat lightning, Window. Help me, Anakin. Crackle, crackle. So I don't know what to do. Because he wants... He wants it to look like the Jedi are evil to Anakin. Could he, needs, he have beaten Mace if it wasn't yes. part of his plan? And so he, part of his plan is like, I want Anakin, like the last final thing, like, I'm going to save Padme. Like, the Jedi are not great. They don't he trust He really me. wants this apprentice. Yeah, That's he kinda, does. He wants yeah. Anakin yeah. so bad yeah. that he is like, I'm going to make it look like Mace is just going to murder me. Because well, beforehand, it's like he... It seems, I would say, it seems that way because he told Anakin he's the Sith Lord. Right. So he's like, I'm going to let, you know, Jedi know that I'm a Sith Lord running the Senate, you know. He, um, yeah, he lets, uh, so he puts that, that cat's out of the bag. And then... Could he have defeated Mace? Yeah, it seems like maybe he's buying time. But I think he might be as appealing to Anakin. That's a great question. Appealing to Anakin. He legitimately loses. 
It does. But then... I think he senses Anakin coming. It gets a little weird, though. And he's appealing though. to Anakin's, like, mistrust of the yeah. Jedi. And probably mistrust... He hates Mace Windu. Mace yeah. Windu hates him. Like, <laughs> he wants it to look like... He wants Anakin to believe in his heart that the Jedi are bad. And that's how he can go and destroy yeah. them all. It seems a little bit that way because of his reaction after Anakin cuts off Mace's arm. Where he's like, eh. And he's like, Rah! You know. What is that? Yeah. Well, you know what cracks me up, though, about this scene is, is when... Uh, May says, I was right. The Jedi are taking over. The oppression of the Sith will never return. You have lost. The oppression of the Sith will never return. <laughs> you know, it reminded me of like somebody like trying to speak French, and like you don't know um, because you don't speak the language, you don't yeah. know the inflection the or the yeah. rhythm yeah. to use it. Yeah. It sounds like Mace like doesn't know how to speak English, but somebody was like, <laughs> "These are the words. These are the words you yes. say." Because it doesn't even it just doesn't work. <laughs> this scene is. I feel like this this scene in the movie is where. It really starts to fall apart. They started for me. like getting lazy. <laughs> well, it's 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 like there's lazy stuff before yeah. this, yeah. but like this is should be such a pivotal scene, and yeah. it just this is huge. This is Anakin's like. Turning. Even when I first saw it, I felt like it didn't work. Yeah, um, because it feels so oddly rushed. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, because you have you have this scene set up, um, and before we get to the Anakin turn, you know, Pal- Palpatine starts shooting force lightning at Mace that gets deflected back Don't into his face. Don't listen to Anakin! <laughs> yeah. No. 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 You are dying! He's a traitor! He is a traitor! Ah! <laughs> and- he is the evil one! Yeah. And Anakin's looking on with no fear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the scene again decisions, is filmed decisions. so flat. Yeah. It's just like, you know, just not no movement, no intensity. Yeah. And but then Palpatine like starts turning into this monster. Right. So is he turning himself? There's again, this is one of those things that you I don't know why Lucas made this decision because would we have been like, well, how did Palpatine get all old and right. return the Jedi? It's been 30 years. Explain <laughs> it. That doesn't make sense. Like, it totally would have made sense if you saw this old, decrepit yeah. man. Like, yeah. maybe the Force did that. But for some reason, he felt like he needed to ex- like right. explain he it in a to way. to look exactly like he did in A New Hope. Yeah. yeah. Or no, and return the Jedi. Yeah. yeah. Henceforth, you shall be known as. Darth Vader. Thank you, my master. Hey, before you go, my face is really warm. Is, is everything okay up here? I don't know. Uh, what, what do you mean? Ah, 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 ow, ah, ah, oh, my face, it's on fire! Well, there is a possibility that when you were fighting Mace Windu, he deflected some of your force lightning back into your face. Are you kidding me? How much? <laughs> a lot. I don't think there was one bolt of force lightning that didn't bounce off Master Windu's lightsaber directly back into your face. And, and you just sat there and watched? Well, uh, turning to the dark side was a pretty big decision. And I'm just, yeah, I don't get why he made that decision, because it makes no sense. Well, my whole dilemma with this scene was, <laughs> if you think about it, Anakin was actually right, because Mace has gone from, yeah. you have lost, to now I'm going to kill you, <laughs> yeah. because now Anakin's in the room. He's too dangerous to <laughs> yeah. live. Anakin is actually correct. I am going to end this once and for all. You can't. He must stand trial. He has control of the Senate and the courts. He's too dangerous to be left alive. He should stand trial because yeah. what was Mace's plan 
after murdering Palpatine. <laughs> there, no, there's, there's His plan no, was the Jedi would have to take over the right, Senate. Yeah. But there's no proof other yeah. than between those two individuals, yeah. Anakin, who's clearly torn, Everybody else that is dead. Palpatine was evil. Yeah. What are they going to do? His lightsaber flew out the window, <laughs> so there's no proof. Yeah, Maybe true. the holograms of Palpatine... But right. if you think about it, he should have stood trial and because it would have made the Jedi look really bad if they yeah. just murdered him in cold blood. And then, like, we're in charge now. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what that was. Mace was going to be in charge. He was like, the Jedi are going to. He says that to Anakin yeah. or somebody. And that's where I'm like, I just. Are we supposed to be sad? Like, oh, a noble Jedi passes here when Mace dies. Yeah. Like, are we supposed? To, I just. It's one of those things. Like, what? What was I even supposed to feel about Mace right. Windu? Like right. the the way like the Star Wars people talk about him was like Mace was the, one of the greatest Jedi, second only to Yoda. A staunch traditionalist in the ways of the Jedi, he upheld their values to the bitter end. Windu saw the Jedi as the galaxy's peacekeepers, and that they should do whatever it takes to uphold this peace. You know, my lady, Count Dooku was once a Jedi. He couldn't assassinate anyone. It's not in his character. I am going to end this once and for all. He's too dangerous to be left alive. And he was kind of a jerk. He was a big jerk. And like you see, Obi-Wan was. Yeah. And so it's just like, I don't even know what the movie wants us to feel about him when he dies. Like, oh, this is so sad. Yeah. Or like, Anakin, how could you? Right. Yeah. Well, and he, yeah, because Anakin's kind of doing the right thing. Like, he needs to stand trial. He doesn't kill Mace Windu. He just cuts off his arm. Like, yeah. you know. What do we think of Palpatine's performance? No, 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 you have lost. I'm not sure about it. I kind of like when he yells "power unlimited power." Unlimited I think power. Like, I think that's yeah. that's pretty. He cool. seems like he's having fun he compared he's to like this is his finally he gets to be evil, you know. And this is the point where I'm like, oh, is this the turn? Like, because again, it seems like. <sighs> you mean the Vader's turn? Yeah. So so Anakin cuts off Mace's. Arm. And I and I do I do like Hayden's performance when he says what have I done? Oh you yeah. do? Okay. I mean well, yeah, I, I think it's yeah. believable. Yeah. I mean it's it's not his but worst. But the thing role is I think stretch. that the Emperor is doing that thing where it's like the Lion King deal where it's like you killed your dad. Because all yeah. Anakin did was cut off his arm. Like he could have been like, you know, when did, Mace was gonna kill this guy, he needs yeah. to stand trial, but then the Emperor turns it and makes it and like makes him feel more guilty than he is. Yeah, I just and I like the way I like that Anakin collapses and yeah. drops his drops his yeah. lightsaber. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those moments where a little more humanity as, in as, him. Yeah, as just contrived as this whole movie and every scene is. That works. I like little moments like that. I do. Yeah. The thing I have a problem with is then he immediately switches. Well, character. Yeah. Did I'm, you want to? I want to come at it. So after Palpatine becomes a horrifying monster <laughs> in a rubber mask. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and Bree's like <laughs> Anakin now finds finally finds him fully attractive enough to call him master and is then told to murder every single person in the galaxy. Well, that's, the thing that's so annoying. There is like this character movement of like 
Okay, to say, yeah, it's yeah, like, what have I done? What have I done? I just made a choice that was like, it was a hard choice, but you probably made the right choice. Yeah, it wasn't you know, awful. It was, well, I mean, to, to stop Mace Windu from yes. killing, like, because he didn't saying. kill Mace Windu, he just stopped the murder. He of stopped the, the murder of the Emperor. Chancellor, yeah. right? So then to go from that to like this, like, I pledge, I will do whatever you want. I pledge myself to your teachings. You know, <laughs> it's like, what, what happened here? This yeah. is such a weird t- turn yeah. that seems really unprecedented, where you have, like, this kind of sane, conflicted person, then someone who's like, okay, I'll go kill everyone I know. Yeah. Every single Jedi, including your friend, Obi-Wan Kenobi, is now an enemy of the Republic. I agree. Yeah, within like no discernible beat, like happens, you know. No right, because change. none of the other Jedi, he says, when the Jedi learn what we have done here, they will kill us. Yeah. I do believe that tall forehead guy, <laughs> another yeah. mutant man, yeah. will yeah. kill him. But every we see that there's a lot of younger, youthful Jedi. Like, there's we see a lot that more Jedi than just the council. Yeah, well, yeah, what are they going to do? They're right. going to. Turn on him and kill him? Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, how does. Who aren't we killing? Right. Yeah, and that's the thing that frustrates me is like. Well, I have a couple things with this scene at this point. Uh, the naming of Darth Vader Duh. seems so. Like, that was the most disappointing introduction. Because it just kind of like. Vader. It sounded right. Well, it's like, first off, the, the, the Sith have a real pattern of picking, like, very specific, even like Darth Tyrannus, mm-hmm. Darth, uh, you know. Um, Darth Maul, Darth, Maul. Darth Sidious, mm-hmm. and then like Vader. Darth Evil, I yeah. mean. <laughs> like Darth Vader. He does kind of think about it. <laughs> Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> he's, you know, it's like, it sounds like he's just kind of like pulling out, like, right. oh, we'll see how this goes. I don't gonna, like it after I'm a I'm going to make some noises and yeah. whatever comes out. Vader is a nice Vader name. sounds good. It, it's, like, it's like he's trying it out in yeah. his head, you know. <laughs> Beta, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then he, uh, and then you know, so he he names him that and gives this kind of the, the force is strong with you. Force is strong with oh, you. Oh man, that was tough to watch. <laughs> His face he makes is so like, yeah. <laughs> You know, and it's again, it's shot in such a flat way. Like it cuts back, and it's like Anakin's like kneeling there, and Palpatine's just like standing over him. Um, and and don't you like that Palpatine conveniently has his Emperor robe yeah. ready to go? I've been I'm like, saying, I use this for my holograms. To, to people. I was ready to get mutilated, so I always keep this on standby. Does Palpatine know his face is all screwed up at this point? Was that part Maybe of his plan? Maybe it was really embarrassing. Well, and that was another question that I think the movie kind of hints at but doesn't explain is true Sith form being a hideous monster <laughs> right because we see that later in the film when Anakin becomes a horrible hideous monster his eyes turn yeah. Yeah. his pupils turn so are we to think that Palpatine had these weird right. <laughs> bubbly Star Trek forehead <laughs> thing going on yeah. uh, prior and it's just like well I'm out now so it's okay yeah. or right. that that was a result of his electron see I think that I, that's what I'm wondering okay is it really that the electricity was frying his face and mutilated him or was it like when you use the dark side really bad you turn ugly you know I think it's (laughs) foil I I think it's very 
ambiguous. Up to interpretation. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a frustrating thing that's up to interpretation because yeah. you just don't know, like, well, what's going on why here? Why did he turn? And I think why he does didn't he look need like to that? do that. No, just he, leave him like normal Palpatine yeah, and we'll yeah. just assume, like, he, he aged yeah. poorly. Yeah, I, I would have accepted red pupils with him, yeah. not yeah. with Anakin, because that's Because he fun. has yellow pupils in the movies. Correct. The old ones, yeah. or whatever, yeah. the originals. So and works. he keeps up this kind of weird front with Anakin, which is, like, one of the things I was like... After you have killed all the Jedi in the temple, go to the Mustafar system, wipe out Viceroy Gunray and the other Separatist leaders. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. Then we shall Why not just come out at this point and be going like, look, I've been running this huge false flag operation, <laughs> yeah. and now we get to end it. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, but he keeps up. Or or does he actually want peace? That's the thing I was like, right. you know, a big, I'll get into the, the whole Palpatine thing at the end here, like my thoughts on this. Palpatine but like, saga. But like, I, I almost wonder, is he being honest? Like, do right. the Sith like want to like bring a stern peace to right. the galaxy? Right. Like, because that's what happens. Yeah, I mean, there is <laughs> technically peace yeah. until the rebels rebel, right? So I, I just mean, it just doesn't make sense. Like, you know, like does he ever cover the fact that he was behind right. the whole thing? Right. You that know? I orchestrated this elaborate war yeah. to get because my Anakin friends? seems ready to buy just about anything yeah. and do just about anything at and, this point. And just like the prophecy keeps evolving, <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny that once more the Sith will rule the galaxy because in the Phantom Menace, the only thing we heard about the Sith elaborate history mm-hmm. is at last saw of the revenge. Yeah. But now the Sith ruled the galaxy <laughs> so at some point. And our revenge too. <laughs> <laughs> right. Does okay right. and okay. Is this the point where he talks about to cheat death is a um just help me save Padme's life. I can't live without her. To cheat death is a power only one has achieved. But if we work together. I know we can discover the secret. Yeah. Power only one is achieved. If I was Anakin, I'd be like, look, man. <laughs> you, you gotta give it to I me. I just killed Mace Windu. <laughs> yeah. Can't we find out now? Like, tell me yeah, how yeah. I'm going to save her. Pretty sure we don't have nine months pregnancy yeah. on Coruscant because <laughs> Padme is looking pretty full at this point. Yeah. So we got to get this rolling. That is, that is the thing that is so cheap because I feel like... Anakin just accepts that, and it really is like the whole motivation for him doing all this. This is all for Padme. This is all for Padme to stop people from dying. Yeah. And then the Emperor's like, you know, I don't actually we're, know we'll how to do that. We'll figure it out when the time comes. We'll work on it yeah. together. And we pro- Isn't we'll that what he out. says? Yeah. Like, we together. To death is a trick. Our only one is achieved, yeah. but we can discover the secret. Hey, buddy, you never said it was a secret before. <laughs> yeah. You said you knew your, exactly. somebody taught you. Like, the terms are changing all right. of a sudden. And, and at and this point, Anakin can turn it around. He can be like, nope. We're going to arrest you. You're going to yeah. go to, you know. Yeah, he doesn't need to follow through mm-hmm. on this twisted not in too deep yet at all. But so. guys, 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 we're using too much logic. Okay. Yeah. This is just, that's just the problem. <laughs> okay. It just is. <laughs> it's just too much. So, I, so we get to Order 66. Um, the time has come. Execute Order 66. 
So I always imagined as a youth, like kind of filling in the events beforehand, I always imagined like Darth Vader hunting down all the Jedi one by one and, you know, wiping out the remaining Jedi. Mm -hmm. And here they're kind of taken out in an afternoon, it seems like. I mean, Like 10 minutes and they're gone. Yeah. Well... You know, and my thought on all the Jedi dying was it's this really emotional montage, but I kind of thought, okay, so all the other four freakish monster <laughs> Jedi we have seen on the council die a totally uncompelling weak death, yeah. and we're supposed yeah. to feel sad about it. <laughs> I don't care about any of these Jedi no, right. at all. Yachty no. Mundi, we're like, and, oh, great. Yachty Mundi. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's like, you know, we see that battle droids, lasers coming at, you know, Anakin yeah. and Obi-Wan, and huge numbers mean nothing. Yet these other Jedi. That's just the trick. Is like you know, all you have to do is shoot them. Apparently, so this whole time. Yeah, the trick was like sneak up behind a Jedi and shoot him. Right. You'll never see it coming. The clones had to figure that. They're taken out so easily. Like the one doesn't even get like her lightsaber out. Yeah. Well, I think I mean it's their own guys, so it is some sort of a sneak attack. You don't expect it from your soldiers. Well, and again, this is the thing that frustrates me. Is like. Palpatine's whole plan, he like had this set up. There was no need for Anakin here. No. The one th- and, and and you may say, okay, well, but Anakin needed he needed Anakin to go defeat the Jedi in the temple. No. But it kind of seems like what happened there is like Anakin was like, okay, you clones, like yeah. get all the big guys, I'll get the kids. Hey. Like, no, they did it together. That... Some of them were shot, <laughs> some of them were lightsabered. And this they didn't is such Anakin. A, I think this is the stupidest creative decision. By George Lucas is to have Anakin go wipe out the kids. I know. Like, this makes him like... You're kind of like, there is no good in you. Yeah, this is like an unredeemable act. Go to the Jedi Temple. Do what must be done. Master Skywalker, what's going on? Uh, All of you line up, oldest to youngest. What for, sir? Um... A treat. Um, uh, everyone just uh, uh, close your eyes real tight and put your fingers in your ears. No peeking. Mr. Skywalker, can my treat just be a hug? You in killed that little four-year-old, like, yes. and all of his little four-year-old friends. I mean, like, I just don't see how you ever come back from that. Where it's like, no. now what would have been an, a good creative decision would be like if Anakin comes in and tries to stop that, but right. it's too late. Right. Or you could be like, or he oh. tries to get get the kids like, out. It, it, yeah, he's like, just like guys run, but the clones get him anyway, right. and he has to deal with that. Because then you see, you there's know, good in him. He's not all he's bad. He's still doing something yeah. bad, but for him to be the one. Which is like the most, it, like yeah. unnoble, uncool, yeah. like evil guy thing in the world. I'm right. just like, why did you do that? Right. Yeah, right. Because everything leading up to that, there's still a part of you that wants to empathize with him. But at yeah. that point, and I'm he's like, doing it to save Padme. Yeah. Like it's yeah. all for Padme. He loves Padme so much. <laughs> but it's like, you know, that's never justifiable. Like to no. to, to slaughter a bunch of kids to save your wife's life. Like it, it means, and, and also from just from a directional. Or a directorial, whatever yeah. the word is, filmmaking standpoint, it's a very unnecessary scene. Yeah, I, I feel like that yeah. we. I mean, number one, you guys are right. Anakin yeah. should have been the one to do it. However yeah. else they want to accomplish that, that's yeah. fine. But number two, it's like I, I realize it got a PG thirteen rating, mm-hmm. but it's it's a very uncomfortable scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's 
literally the one moment in all the Star Wars prequels I felt sad. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, that cute little guy. Yeah. Uh, I know. I just it just feels like such an unredeemable act it does. that you're like well, this was such a poor decision. Because then at this point, you're like, he is someone who is totally He's a different nuts. person. This is like, and that's the thing that frustrates me is because he spent all this time, like, trying to build up, like, right. some logic behind the decision he's making. And he's not, all bad. He's making. not yeah. all bad. Like, he wants to save the woman he loves mm-hmm. from dying. Like, can't it's you empathize with this story. guy? And then, like, it's like, it's... It's he goes. It's like someone who goes postal, mm-hmm. like who takes a gun into like a preschool mm-hmm. or something. Well, he's, he reminds me of like one of the you know like serial killers you read about, who yeah. like he you know he had a wife and four right. children, yet he that right. was his target demographic of whom he would harm. Yeah. yeah. Because immediately after doing this, he goes back to Padme and seems very unaffected and yeah. has a, yeah. a pretty lovely. That is like so life. psychotic. <laughs> yeah. You think he'd be like, creepy. babe, I'm okay, but. <laughs> No, like, like, that is like, things are gonna be... Are you alright? I heard there was an attack on the Jedi Temple. You can see the smoke from here. I'm fine, I'm fine. I came to see if you and the baby are safe. It's gonna be okay, hun. I need to kill the kids. What a night I've had. Oh, boy. (laughs) I just sealed up our future just nicely, honey. (laughs) Where to start? I mean, that is extremely psychotic and, like, the most, like psychopath sociopath person in the world to slaughter hundreds of children and women and librarians and all this and then come tell your wife I just have one little errand to run and I'll be right back and we'll be fine you know we'll be fine it's crazy yeah and it just is but now by adding episodes one two and three people begin to see the tragedy of Darth Vader as, as what it was originally intended to be. And I like the idea that the person you thought was the villain is really the victim. And, you know, you as, a, as an audience member are like, okay, you know, there is no good in Anakin, yeah. but the movie wants you to think there is. Because look at him being all sweet to Padme. Or even just like, that's like the last thing she says is there's still good in him. And it's like, that's the point. But it kind of ruins Darth Vader as a character. Because I never imagined Darth Vader as someone who would go in and kill a bunch of kids. Everybody thought of Darth Vader as this big evil guy that, you know, had no heart. He was just evil. Um, But in the end, it's not that at all. And, I mean, here's a guy who has lost everything. Captain Vader, I can deal with. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like, there's our old man. Yeah, your stooges, your lame stooges, who are all a bunch of slimy guys. Sweet little British boy Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, and he's one of many that we see get it. Yeah, it just, like, it sets Darth Vader up to be, like, someone who's, like... You want to get killed, not someone who's like cool, like a cool right. bad guy. There's a who, difference between a cool bad guy and then yeah. like the serial killer bad guy, where you're just like sick by yeah. how disgusting someone is. Exactly. And there's, I mean, this is a little bit of a rabbit trail, but like, I really feel like, um, you know, they, the character of Anakin is not the care is not Darth Vader. I mean, he never yeah, is because a- Darth Vader in the original trilogy is someone who's. Um, super like calculating super in control and like cool. he never like loses his cool yeah. at all you know he um, you know he's he's just like this like super strategic kind of like you know very like yeah. charismatic but cool guy and Anakin is someone who's like freaking out constantly like has a huge temper super emotional yeah. breaking down into tears constantly you know not anything like the character not like bad in the way like that you would Everything of Darth Vader. You would expect Darth Vader to be like a very like cool, calculating Jedi, not. Yeah, exactly. That's where I'd be like, I think, you know, were I to, 
you know, fix the character of Anakin. It would be a completely different kind of guy who was someone who, yeah, was that, like, very hard to read, very, you know... And I don't think we should have ever seen him as a kid. Oh, gosh. Like, that is... No. You don't want to see Darth Vader as a six-year-old. Anyway, any other thoughts on this Order 66 or... Um, you know, I just... It's just it again. I, I'm repeating myself here. It's yeah. just it's it's very sad to me that Lucas had this vision and Rick McClellan yeah. as well of what it would be like to see all these cool Jedi. And yeah. just like we saw Palpatine mow down Mace Windu's mm-hmm. crew, we see all the other Jedi go down <laughs> so mm-hmm. easily. So to me, it's like the only Jedi I care about in the entire prequel trilogy are Mace Windu, Yoda. And Anakin, yeah, because the other, the, all the rest of them are completely irrelevant. They're yeah. not warriors. They just get yeah. killed one by one. No, it, you know, absolutely terrible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I think though that like the whole Jedi Order at this point has really, I, I'm hoping, like uh, trying to be, I don't know, take this. Take it seriously. You have to think that maybe the Jedi Order has just dissolved to be so chaotic and it's not regulated yeah. and nobody's trained right and people have wives on every planet. Yeah. And like, you know, <laughs> I think that at this point the Jedi Order has just completely dissolved out of what it should have been. As we come to the end of Act 2 of Revenge of the Sith, the story has taken a major misstep and is starting to collapse from some terrible creative choices. The narrative event that the entire prequel trilogy has been leading up to arrives with an audible clunk. A major problem with this entire story arc is that as we go along, it becomes clear Lucas is writing a tragedy. This is a story genre that doesn't fit very well with the space opera stylings that we've come to expect from Star Wars, but in the right hands, with the deft director's touch and careful plotting, it could actually elevate the entire series into something grand and romantic, much like The Empire Strikes Back did in the original trilogy. But the challenge with Revenge of the Sith is that there's no great director here, and the plot is confusing and nonsensical. Instead of a tragic hero driving himself to distraction, we have a monster in Palpatine manipulating a dim-witted psychopath in Anakin. Instead of creating a memorable tragic hero in Anakin, Lucas has presented us with a lunatic who belongs in an episode of a true crime podcast. Anakin is manipulated into making a terrible decision with the stakes of Padme dying, but this is presented so lazily that once the turn to the dark side is accomplished, all the major characters kind of forget about it. The only character with real agency who isn't a total pawn is Palpatine, and his scenes are all the best even though Ian McDermott hams it up to an embarrassing level. We leave Act 2 with no one left to root for. The Jedi once again come across as inept, bland, and morally shady. As if to drive this home, the only two Jedi left uh, will try to assassinate all their enemies as the solution to this tragedy. The main villain, Anakin, has none of the fun charisma of Darth Vader and is completely irredeemable after Lucas made the bizarre choice to have him slaughter children instead of taking on a somewhat formidable foe. All the clunky pacing, acting, and dialogue is still present, but even worse, it's clear that Lucas is the wrong director to helm a tragedy. We leave the second act in a miserable slog where we can only anticipate the perfunctory confrontation between Anakin and Obi-Wan.
Okay, we are almost done with our analysis of Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. We will have the next episode out uh, before The Last Jedi is released. Hope you're enjoying this, and thanks again to Roz and Zach uh, for uh, their input and uh, recording this. We'll be back soon. Until the boards and I had to change them But we all got a chicken duck woman thing waiting for us Every day I worry all day Waiting in the bushes of love Something's waiting in the bushes for us Something's waiting in the bushes of love yeah, Every day I worry all day I was waiting in the bushes of love Something's waiting